episode 156 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. Equity Bank has been our sponsor from the start, episode one. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. May is ALS Awareness Month, and as you might be aware, I have it. Back in February, I went public with my diagnosis. In this episode, I'll provide an update on my journey with ALS. There's been some progression. I'll share what's going on. First, the big story in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal, starting a business in a pandemic. Our Shelby Reynolds talked to three Wichita entrepreneurs about their experiences opening a business under these conditions. That starts on page 12. Our list, Wichita Area General Contractors, page 6. This week we spend 10 minutes with Jamie Harrison of Meritrust, page 19. Check out our leads section. Each week we provide you with business intelligence on new real estate deals, bankruptcies, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, court judgments, this week it begins on page 16. Another reminder about 4 for 4. If you're not a subscriber and you want access to all our stories, we have a deal going on. Just open up one of our locked stories and it'll ask you if you want to subscribe. Four weeks of full access for just $4. It's a good deal. Okay, first, thank you. I shared the story of my ALS diagnosis in episode 144, February 28th. Dozens of people wished me well via email, calls, texts, cards, social media. I haven't been able to thank you all individually, but I'll say it now. Thank you. It was truly overwhelming, and I continue to get well wishes. I am very grateful. A bit of a recap. Uh, I started feeling symptoms of ALS back in January of 2019, my hands were weak, and then it spread to my arms, and then I had weakness in my legs. Uh, it's not going away, and so I decided in June to go see my family doctor. My family doctor referred me to a neurologist in Wichita. He did some testing and gave me a preliminary diagnosis of ALS. It wasn't a complete shock because I had, you know, as everybody does, uh, gotten on Google, gotten on the Internet, and tried to do some uh, research into my uh, symptoms. And so I could I could tell that ALS was one of the options. I uh, went to KU. He referred me to a doctor at KU Medical Center, and uh, that visit in October confirmed that I had ALS. So I went about the task of notifying those people closest to me, uh, of course, that's not something that uh, I want to relive or do again, but uh, it had to be done. I had to let those folks know just exactly what was happening to me and what will happen to me. Um, had to tell my kids, my wife obviously knew, my mom, my brother, uh, had to tell extended family, close friends, those things to me. Very tough. Uh, it was tough. Had a clinic visit in December, uh, and that went pretty well. Uh, they told me, uh, as I met with people like a physical therapist, occupational therapist, respiratory therapist, um, 
they uh, told me about things I could do, stretching exercises, those types of things, and, and they filled me in on what I could expect as well. They also made suggestions for equipment that would make my life easier. Uh, it was a great visit. The folks at KU are incredible. I uh, went public again February 28th in episode 144, and once again I had an incredible, incredible response to that, and uh, I appreciate that so much. Since being diagnosed, they put me on two drugs, Rylazole and Radicava. Rylazole is a pill. It's been around for about 20 years. And Radicava is a relatively new IV therapy. And uh, it uh, I have a port. I installed a portacath. And uh, I get access to basically, I do it 10 days a month and get that treatment uh, there. And once again, we wanted to approach it with optimism, positivity, and a sense of humor. And I think we've been able to do that pretty much every day since the diagnosis. So since then, I had a clinic visit February 27th. I saw a doctor, once again, an occupational therapist, thera physical therapist, respiratory therapist, speech therapist, and the guy from the motorized wheelchair company. He measured me and uh, I'd spoke to a doctor using telemedicine. Uh, he was at KU, but we were in Wichita for that clinic visit. Interesting uh, visit. It went well, some progression, but not drastically different from my December clinic visit in Kansas City. The next two weeks, I was still going into the office. Gretchen would help me get ready in the morning, then drive me to work and get me set up. The pandemic was at its early stages. Our company decided to work remotely, so my first day working from home was March 16th. I sure miss my coworkers, but working from home is certainly physically easier on me, and it's easier on Gretchen. That same week, the company called and said they were ready to deliver my motorized wheelchair. I thought I was going to see what was available first, but I was assured insurance was paying for it. The guy delivered it, made sure it was adjusted to me, and off I went. More about that chair in a bit. To get around, uh, once again, I used this motorized chair, wheelchair, but also... Uh, getting in and out of the house, uh, since I don't walk and I don't do stairs, uh, we were thinking about, well, we're going to have to put a ramp on the front of the house. My neighbor, David Wittick, had an idea, put in a lift. It's kind of like an open elevator. It's in our garage, and it lifts me up to a door that we installed in uh, our master bedroom. So then I could be on the main level of our house and, and travel around by motorized wheelchair. David Wittick had a wonderful idea. And we put it into place. Uh, David also helped me by raising a chair to help me get up uh, out of the chair by myself. And he raised the table. Uh, he raised our kitchen table where I'm sitting at right now. And uh, that made it available to me to uh, be able to work from home uh, doing my editing, doing my radio reports. I've got everything right here with me, uh, my laptop, my keyboard, that sort of thing. So it's all at the kitchen table and it's raised up. It's kind of at an angle, which is odd for having family dinners, but that's okay. The lift, once again, it was installed while I was working from home. Think of it, again, as an open elevator in my garage, and it has been a great help to me at avoiding stairs. We also renovated our master bedroom, bathroom, uh, so I don't have to lift my leg to go over the edge of a tub. I can just walk right into the shower uh, and uh, sit down while Gretchen uh, scrubs me down. So uh, physically, again, there's been some progression. I don't really walk much anymore. 
I can walk a few steps, but I have to have a walker, so my legs have obviously weakened. Also, uh, my back has weakened a bit, so if I'm walking, I have to walk really bent over. Uh, my arms, arms get very tired. Uh, if a robber comes up to me and says, hands up, this is a robbery, uh, he's not going to get it because I can't put my hands uh, up over my head anymore. Um, and my hands are weaker, uh, which makes it tough to type. Um, so I'm, I'm working on some speech-to-text options there. My cough is a little bit weaker. Uh, sometimes my voice gets weaker in the afternoon. That's I'm recording this in the afternoon, so uh, my voice does get a little bit weaker in the afternoon. And I've been sleeping in a, a recliner. I started doing that when I had the Portacath installed and uh, I've been doing it ever since and it's pretty uh, pretty comfortable still. Gretchen helps me get dressed. She scrubs me down in the shower. She helps me up from my chairs, things like that. Uh, she's my hero. Working is okay. My hands and arms once again get tired typing. Uh, had a couple of other life events too. My brother Mike, uh, he went into the hospital March 23rd. I had been communicating with him. He's in Kansas City, and uh, he had been fighting cancer. Uh, Mike uh, called me one day. We had been talking every day. He called me one day and said he couldn't move around anymore. So we had to admit him to the hospital. Uh, he was moved to hospice later this that week, and he died April 1st. So uh, I was tying up loose ends for him with Gretchen's help, and uh, uh, that was that was a tough thing to take. Obviously, with the coronavirus, um, there was no way anybody could get in to visit him. He was alone. Uh, he was alone, and uh, all I could do was uh, give him a call. And at the end, the last couple of days, he couldn't really talk, so the uh, nurse held up a, a phone to his ear and uh, did the usual communication with him that way told him how much we loved him and we were there with him but we lost him once again on april 1st then my mom suffered a fractured vertebra uh, she was in the hospital april 20th after surgery moved to rehab she was released recently to go home we've been helping her take care of her needs mentally i've been up and down uh, those two events uh, took a toll a little bit but also some of the uh, some of the things that i've been dealing with uh, throughout the last few months, good days and bad. Uh, when I can't physically do something, it's uh, obviously frustrating. And when I hit a milestone, uh, that's frustrating. Can't get up on my own anymore. Can't shower on my own anymore. That's pretty tough to take. And I know that uh, I'm certainly not the only uh, patient, ALS patient, who, uh, who has to deal with those things. Uh, we all do it at some point or another. Uh, my speech is okay. Uh, speech is okay at this point, and uh, I can still do radio and still do, obviously, a podcast. Again, we're trying to be positive. We're being optimistic and keeping a sense of humor as much as possible. Gretchen certainly is my hero. Uh, enough about that. <laughs> uh, Sydney and Shay, my daughters and Brooks, my son-in-law have been wonderful. Also, I had uh, some visits. I got a visit from a couple of company friends. Corporate Vice President John Weil and Milwaukee editor Mark Cass came to town to spend a day and a half of, with me. Complete surprise. It was incredible. Uh, what a great surprise, especially early on in the coronavirus and, and uh, diagnosis type uh, situation. 
they sent me a package of Wisconsin brats. Man, they were good. I recommend them if you uh, if you get a hold of some of those. My buddies Brian Hooker and Kevin Doring spent the weekend with me. We uh, talked a lot about baseball and baseball coaches and what they were like and uh, just had a real good time with Brian Hooker and Kevin Doring. My buddies Clayton Hutter, Warren Smith, and Chuck Hines have been great supporting me through texts. They've also uh, helped out with my mom's situation. She's 90. She's about to turn 93 in Kansas City, uh, LMA, and uh, they helped her out quite a bit. Uh, so I really appreciate that. group of friends from high school led by Tony Weibel, Jenny Slyker, and Kevin Hooper shared their generosity with me and my family, a lot of generosity. Uh, very nice uh, of them to do what they did, and I thank them so much. have a group of friends that I try to talk to in Zoom meetings each week. They sent me a picture of the group, and it's right next to my laptop right here. Donna, Robin, Brendy. Steve, and Janet, and Lori. My buddy Jim Maher is getting treatment for cancer. We're supporting each other with regular texts. My friend Doug Adams also fighting cancer with his wife Judy by his side. We try to connect as often as we can. The people at work, publisher John Eck, uh, audience director Stacy Gwynn, everybody at work has been incredible. Again, I've received a bunch of calls and texts and cards if you have reached out, I thank you so very much. Um, it really is overwhelming uh, when I get uh, all this um, reaction to this life event that I've had. And uh, again, I can't, I can't thank you enough. I can't thank neighbors enough. And uh, the business community has been incredible. So uh, if you've reached out, once again, I thank you so much. Here is my call to action. Since this is ALS Awareness Month, I urge you to show your support to either the ALS Association or Project ALS. Project ALS is out of Columbia University in New York. They are developing a new drug called Procetin. Uh, they are in clinical trials now, phase one. They're trying to get to where they can put people in a, a clinical trial and, uh, of course, that's been delayed by uh, development for uh, a vaccine for coronavirus, but uh, they are still working on it, and uh, they're trying to raise a million dollars to get these drugs through trials, and um, hopefully we can get it out to people so it can help them. You can do a Google search or Facebook on either of those, Project ALS or the ALS Association. They're also on Facebook. Lou Gehrig announced his retirement from baseball in 1939, we still don't have a significant treatment, much less a cure. Hopefully, that can change. If you can give, thank you. If you can't, I still appreciate the thoughts and prayers. I will provide you with another update in the, uh, in the coming months. Uh, that is, if you are up for it. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, I'll be able to uh, give you good news and not only on the drugs, but on my progress as well. So hopefully uh, hopefully that'll happen in the next couple of months, and uh, I'll give you an update. That's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week. That's episode 156. We hope you're doing well. As you make your way through these difficult times, now is the time to be creative, innovative, and entrepreneurial as you fight to survive and eventually prosper. No doubt our lives and our companies will experience permanent changes. If there's any story we can do to help or any leader you want to hear from, 
please let me know. I'm at broy at bizjournals.com. Check out all our episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter, and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com backslash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.